Okay, thank you for your, I think, warm words of welcome. Um, it's lovely to be part of the family of God, and part of being fa- the family of God is forgiving, so I forgive you. Um, but my uh, granny was from Bangor, my mum grew up in Bangor, um, and then we moved to Belfast. I'm a really Belfast girl, through and through, um, but I live in Newton Arts. But it's lovely to be here with you as part of your family service, and I just love being able to go out and visit all our churches around our diocese and to meet people who are part of the family of God. Um, together we have that connection, that there's something that connects us together of being part of the family of God, and therefore we are all brothers and sisters together, which is great. So this morning I want to continue on from the, the reading that was read so beautifully by the girls this morning in Acts. Um, so my role in the diocese is the children's person, and that enables me to go out to our churches within the diocese and to encourage and enthuse the work that's done by our Sunday school teachers and our youth people, um, and to help in any way, um, writing curriculum, doing holiday Bible clubs, and all sorts of things. So part of the jigsaw curriculum that I know the Sunday School are working through here, um, we write, and so one of the parts of it was on uh, the book of Acts and Paul, and so I was getting really excited about Paul and who he was and what he did. And Paul was one of those characters in the Bible who really didn't like God first. He uh, didn't, particularly didn't like Christians, those who believed in Jesus. Um, and he met many, many challenges. And one of the massive challenges in his life was when the Lord really connected with him and he changed and he transformed because the Lord Jesus Christ came into his life with the Holy Spirit and he became alive and vibrant and just wanted to tell people the message of Christ to all that he could find. And I wonder if that's like us. Are we like that in our lives? That we just can't wait to get out of our seats and to tell others and share the good news of Christ with others around us? Well, in Northern Ireland, we're a wee bit more Oh, we don't really talk about that kind of thing. We don't really do that. Um, I used to be a teacher, and uh, I took a year off and went out to Uganda and taught in the local secondary school there. And they were very much every day saying, Julie, what did God do for you today? And I'd be like, mm, well, we don't really say that. But by the end of the year, I was like, oh, do you know what God did today? And then I came back here and I went, do you know what God did for him? People were like, Julie, seriously, we don't do that. But that's what we should be doing because we have the good news to share. And in that, we have many challenges that we face in our lives. So I want to challenge you this morning, okay? I have three challenges, so I need six people, okay? Now, I need a young person with an adult that they're going to challenge. So it's going to be the young people versus the adults this morning, okay? So if you're a young person and you can get an adult to come with you, that'd be great. So first hand up at the back there, you want to come up? You want to grab an adult who is willing to get a little bit messy, a little bit mucky, or a little bit more intelligent than ever, okay? I have a girl, this girl here. You want to grab an adult? Mummy or daddy are going, oh, no, please, not me. Um, And then um, we'll have one of the boys here, okay? Can you grab an adult to come? Great. Oh, even better. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I have a quick little challenge for you. So if you and your 
you play them. Okay. Um, and you have those and open those. And you have those. And then where's our other challenge? Well done. Okay. Okay. You want to stand beside your partner. Okay. Be a piece of paper. Just a piece of paper for the moment. Okay. Challenge number one. All right. So, your challenge is sticky, your challenge is gunky, and your challenge is for only smart and very intelligent people. Okay, so that must be you. And um, this is the book bag. Okay. So, if you two, I'm going to give you one, two, three, four, five, six, and one, two, three four, five, six. Okay, so we're going to start with your challenge first. Your challenge, you want to turn around and face everybody, is you have got 30 seconds to lick the sugar off the cola bottle and lick all the sugar off and then you have to stick it on your face. Okay, and within the 30 seconds, it's whoever has the most cola bottles. If you get all six stuck and sitting there in 30 seconds, then you're the winner or how many the most, Okay. So you ready? Get set, go. Oh. Okay, we've got one each. One each. Make sure it's well good. Well glued with all that saliva stuck in there. Okay, be a bit of encouragement. Come on, a bit of encouragement for them. That'd be great. Super. 20 seconds. Any sticking on there? Any sticking on? 10, 9, 8, 7, Six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, well done. Well done. Okay, give a cheer for the young people if they fit, you think they should win. For the adults if they should win. Maybe a draw there, okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay, will you two like to come forward? Your challenge okay, that you have accepted, is how many marshmallows can you put in your mouth? Okay. Okay, so we'll go together. One. And it goes. Okay. Two. Not allowed to chew. No chewing. Is two in? Yeah, two in. Oh. <laughs> you do a third oh well done well done you need to throw them out or are you going to eat them you're okay all right okay the last challenge then 
Okay, I want you to take your piece of paper and I would like you to show everybody how you can step through that piece of paper. Okay, without... You have to step through it and pull it up over your head. Okay? So step through. <laughs> okay? You have to step through it, but don't, don't rip it. It has to be kept in its shape as circle. Okay? Circular. Okay? Can you get through that piece of paper? Step through it. Step through it, right through the middle of it. Right through the middle. We are getting the right idea here. We are. Okay, we're going to have to rush you. 30 seconds left. See if you can get through that piece of paper. Through the piece of paper. Can we get through it? Put your hands through. Hands through. Hands through. Can we get a head through? Can we get a head through there? I've got a hand. I've got through. Okay. Well, well, well guessed because you were pretty much right there. So you take a piece of paper and fold it. And at the the fold, you tear down, but not too far, that side, and tear down that side, and then you go alternative, this side. She was telling you not to do it. Oh, see, sometimes you get good advice, and sometimes you don't. Okay. Tear it like this. Keep going. And then you open it like you were opening yours. And you take out the middle. And then you can go the whole way through. Okay, give them a round of applause. Well done, guys. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. In the bag. Thank you. Okay. We sometimes face challenges in our lives. And Paul and Silas, we have a little map that's going to come up. Paul and Silence, Silas had many challenges that they faced going through their ministry. And they were like a team. They worked together. Paul was the one that was very good at speaking and proclaiming the word. And Barnabas, well, that wasn't really his name. Barnabas' name was Joseph. His nickname was Barnabas, which means son of encourager. 
So there was the team. There was Paul, the preacher and the teacher, and there was Barnabas, the encourager. And we always need an encourager in our life. It's so, it's so lovely to have somebody in our family or one of our friends or somebody that we know that's a real encourager, that encourages us in our lives and our faith. And Paul and Silas went uh, on their first missionary journey. Paul was one of the first missionaries because Jesus had left and he had said to his disciples, now it's your turn. I leave you to go and proclaim the good news. The good news of Christ. And I leave behind with you the Holy Spirit to be in you, to empower you, to enthuse you, to take you on in your journey. And so Paul and Barnabas, so we're going to have a little um, sign language here. So we've got Paul for the P. So can you do the P? Paul and then Barnabas the B. So Paul and Barnabas go and tell. Okay. So can can you do that with me? Paul and Barnabas go and tell, okay? They took action, and I want you to take action because your whole bodies are moving here, not just your minds and your spirits moving, but you need to have your whole body willing and able to go. So Paul, come on, Paul, Paul and Barnabas go and tell. And off they started at Antioch where they were with the church together, together with the church, the Christians, And the Christians in that church said, Paul and Barnabas, we will pray for you, we will remember you, and we will send you out. And so they were ready and equipped and able to go because they knew they had the whole church, their family of God behind them when they were going out. So they started from Antioch and went across to Cyprus. And then from Cyprus, they spread the word of Christ to all those who would hear, all those who were walking around. They would gather masses of people and tell them about what Jesus Christ had done in the world for them. That Jesus had died, he had risen again, and he lives forever. And they had the good news to tell. So from Cyprus, Paul with me here, Paul and Barnabas, go and tell, okay? They go and tell. They head over to Perga and Pisidian Antioch, which is part of Turkey. And there they face opposition. Not everybody wants to hear the good news of Jesus. Not everybody is open to that. Not everybody is ready for that. I have a friend that I grew up with in Belfast. She went to the Catholic primary school. I went to the Protestant primary school. And I constantly was on to her. Una, you need to know Jesus. Una, and she said, but I already do. I said, no, but for you in your own life, in your own life. And so 40 years, I have still been on Una. And she's just never been ready. But I hope and pray that one day she will be. Because I am that person that has to go and tell. Jesus has commissioned us to be those people on earth who are there to go and tell. It's important. And so they leave um, Pisidian and Antioch and go to Iconium and Lystra and Derb, preaching and teaching. And at certain points, 
the Jews rise up and they said, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. And they get mobs together and they stone Paul and Paul runs away and he faces opposition and he faces all sorts of things against him. But he is firm in the gospel that he knows. He knows the gospel that Jesus Christ, God's son, died for him and rose again and lives forever. And we can know that in our lives. We can know that, the good news that we have to tell. And so Paul and Barnabas have traveled their missionary journey, but then they go back and back to each town that they were in to just sort of do we check up. Are you doing okay in your faith? Do you need encouraged? Do you need more prayer? And they go and revisit and then come back to their own church in Antioch. And we need to be people who are willing to go and share the good news. Now this morning I brought a, a newspaper, Daily Mail, I'm afraid. My mom loved the Daily Mail. It told you everything you need to know. Um, but in the newspaper, quite often we don't get the good news. We get bad news. It seems that bad news or horrible news or difficult news are the things that sell newspapers and that want to be put out there. Have you heard of fake news? The fake news out there. Well, we don't have any fake news to share. We have the good news to share. We have the real news to share. We have the good news of Jesus Christ that he actually came here so that we would know God in our lives, that we would know that we have eternal life. And I thank God for that. Because in John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And I am so grateful for that, that I know that I will live forever with Jesus in heaven, with Christ in heaven. And I had some bad news in March when my mom died. And that was devastating news to me. But my mom, when she got the diagnosis and she knew she only had a short time, she only had eight days, um, but her first response was, do you know what? I cannot wait to be home with the Lord. That was the first thing she said. I am so excited to go home and be with God. We weren't, but she was. And I know in my heart, in my life, I will see her again. And that is good news. That is great news that we have. But the good news that we want to share with everybody around us, and we should have a passion and a real longing to do this, to let others know we have something worth sharing. We have something worth telling people, even better than what's in the newspaper, the news that's in here. We have the good news because... It's our news. It's personal. It's ours. Nobody else can give you that news. You have to take it. You have to receive it for yourself. You, it's yours. You can't say, well, my mommy and daddy are Christians, so therefore I am. It doesn't work that way. 
You have to accept the good news for yourself. And that's what's so lovely about our faith is that God allows us to choose. He stands there and waits for us, but he's given us the choice. It's our choice to choose. So it's our good news and it's their good news. And it is to be shared. The good news is to be shared and for us to be ready to go. So we have the good news if we know in our hearts and our minds the good news of Jesus in reading our Bible and sharing it as being in a family of church. How do we share that good news? Some of you might think, well, I'm not the person to stand at the front and talk. My mom would have been mortified. That wasn't the way she shared her good news. She shared her good news as a family. There's four of us in our family. And very quietly, mom and dad prayed for us every single day of our lives. I knew that I was prayed for every day of my life. Wow, every single day they prayed for me. And I am the way I am because of their prayers and them sharing that very naturally in our family. We prayed at dinner time and lunch time. We ate together. We were a family. And in my church, I grew up in the congregational church in Belfast. And the, the Sunday school teacher, I thought he was about 100. I think he was about 30. Um, but he shared the good news, not in any big dramatic way. He read us God's smuggler book about taking the Bibles and bringing them out. Different people have an influence on us. What influence are we going to have on the people that we meet every day? Are we going to be called like the nickname of Joseph Barnabas, who was the encourager that really encouraged each other? Are you going to be known as the real prayer? There was a lady in my church in Belfast who frustrated me a lot. She used to sit and eat sweeties while the sermon was on. And I used to count how many sweeties she ate because I wasn't allowed to eat any sweeties. And I used to be really annoyed. And when I was 18 and gone on my first mission trip, came back to share, and she came up to me and she said, Julie, I just want to let you know that ever since you were born and baptized in this church, I've prayed for you. I was like, what? You've, like, you don't really know me. Like, but you've prayed for me. That blew my head. I was like, this lady, who I just had sort of put to the side, she had prayed for me every day of my life, just like my mom and dad. That is amazing. That was so encouraging. And we want to be those people who share the good news with those around us in a very natural way. In taking the good news, in walking that good news into our schools, walking that good news into our work, walking our good news into the groups and organizations and the things that we're part of, that people would know there's something slightly different about them can't quite grasp it and they might ask you and then that's your opportunity but are we willing to go and to share the good news with those around us to be like Paul missionaries we are called we are commissioned by Jesus in Matthew at the very end of Matthew he commands us doesn't just say go and share he commands us we're commanded to do it and if we know God in our lives and we have a personal relationship with God and Jesus in our lives then everything we do we need to be asking 
the Lord into. We need to be praying. My work colleagues laugh at me because I pray as I drive along in the car and I pray for parking spaces, which generally I do get. Um, and I just pray all the time. And when I was a teacher, I used to come in early in school and I used to go around all the desks and the chairs and pray over all the chairs that when the children came into the class that day, they'd have a fabulous day, that they would really learn, that things would connect, that things would go really well. And the days that I remember to do that, the classroom was a different environment. The days I forgot, well, there were wee nibbles and nicks and all sorts of things. But it's being willing to take Christ with us wherever we are, not just in church here this morning, but every situation that we're in. That's the challenge today. The challenge is, are you willing and able to take Christ into all situations, to pray, Lord, help me, I've got a big dissertation to do, or I need, to, I need your help with something, or to pray for opportunities, to be praying for one another as a church family. We're here because it's a family day, so we're praying for the children, the youth, the adults, the young people. Right up, we are a family together, and we need to support one another and be praying for one another and encouraging one another in our faith. So let's be people who know the good news. And if you don't know the good news, maybe the Lord's nudging you this morning to say, maybe you need to think about that. What is this? What's this about? And if you do know the good news, then you want to share that. You want to be a people who are willing to take that and to show it. Because if we're not going to show it, the world will certainly show us all the fake things out there and all the bad things out there. But we have something far better to share, the good news of Christ. Amen.